listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm the biggest hypocrite of 2015. Once I finish this, witnesses will convey just what I mean. I mean, it's evident that I'm irrelevant to society. That's what you're telling me. Penitentiary will only hire me. Curse me till I'm dead. Church me like a fake prophesizing. I'm gonna be just another slave in my head. Institutionalized manipulation and lies. Reciprocation of freedom only live in your eyes. You hate me, don't you? I know you hate me just as much as you hate yourself. Jealous of my wisdom and the cards I dealt. Watching me as I pull up, fill up my tank, then peel out. Muscle cars like pull-ups. Show you what these big wheels back ah black and successful this black man to be special cat scans on my radar bitch how can i help you how can i tell you that i'm making the killing you made me a killer emancipation of a real nigga hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen it felt like a kendrick lamar day for me today mm-hmm. yeah need to surround myself with some blackness and that's only for blackness that killed out blackness correct and y'all niggas is welcome to peep but uh you know that's our shit um anyway you can um find this show the blackout tips itunes stitcher podomatic thanks y'all everybody that does come check out the show yes appreciate that um y'all are dope uh shout out to everybody that responded to us on social media mm-hmm. um a lot of people um really enjoyed yesterday's show which is a weird word to say because <laughs> uh i would not have said it was necessarily enjoyable and and i don't but i think a lot of people felt like they needed it right and yeah. i i really did appreciate everybody that uh hit us up and let us know that they appreciated it yeah because it's just one of those things where for a lot of people you think this stuff you're surrounded by people and sometimes society and people around you and even some of your family members make you think that you're fucking crazy when you're looking around going this shit ain't right something's wrong here i'm getting angry i'm getting upset and when you begin to talk to people uh everybody's not responsive and you know some folks just don't understand and you know i think for some people they come here and they was like well god damn at least i know i'm not fucking crazy and somebody else feels the same anger and outrage and heartbreak that i do and 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 it's it's expressed so it's just one of those things that they know that you know their feelings are valid you know that you're not going crazy you're not going insane there are a lot of us out here that feel the same way that you do also and that's one thing that i pride myself in with this show is that we speak from our perspective right and you know and it's dope man that people appreciate it honestly um uh yesterday was a tough show and whatnot but you know it's one of the reasons i don't like talking about shit too soon get my mind room to compartmentalize shit then we can talk about it and try to be funny around it but uh yesterday just wasn't a good time but um we still have news Mm -hmm. uh shit went on you know shit still going on um you know baltimore still um still popping it's going crazy over there um and of course everybody's like chiming in giving their opinions and stuff the president had to address the nation and stuff I'm so glad I wasn't on Twitter for it because I hate being on the Twitter when mm-hmm. the president has to speak about riots and shit because because there's no way he can win. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, if he goes on and doesn't address that it's wrong to burn shit and and you know violence is wrong and and and, and condemn it, then people treat him like he's some type of fucking sympathizer with actual rioting and discord and you know he's a he's a president but then he also catches flack because 
even like he'll do like a paragraph of critique of like hey man no more riding please it's, it's not good and then he'll do like five paragraphs of yo the police are fucking up did y'all cause this shit <laughs> this is a societal issue people will care about it this week then y'all just gonna drop the ball next week mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to get this changed but you know no i only thing i can do is put cameras on these motherfuckers that, or like get them to try to put cameras on them but they need to be retrained it's like a lot of stuff but depending on how angry people are and how emotional they are about it it's no way he can win nope so i you know i i saw his comments i went and read them and i i don't know if i was asleep or just out of the house but i missed the twitter live tweet of that shit and i'm so glad because i that's the only thing that really pisses me off a lot of times is that when people get so emotional that they're like fuck him too and this is like all right i, I don't know i get i get it fuck everybody you know <laughs> right. what i mean um but uh so but he talked about it um you know people are starting to do their like investigative reports and stuff and finding out how many people um baltimore has fucked up over time um i think a huge part of that is you know they've had a hundred uh payouts uh they have a cap on the payouts two hundred thousand dollars because they've been paying out so much money right they've had over a hundred in the last um i want to say three years god damn they paid out 5.7 million dollars taxpayers money right for ass whoopings right taxpayers Uh, money here's the thing though here's the thing because you know as always when we talk about the money i get a little bit you know like yeah let's talk about this money um if they paid out 5.7 million that means they've been making way more than that off of imprisoning over policing and harassing black people oh that's a drop in the bucket yeah the the fines the tickets the judicial system like yeah like that is literally a drop in the bucket and at the end of the day guess what that money doesn't bring back your family fucking family member that died it does not bring them back or your ability to walk you know they paralyze a couple people right your ability to see right now here's the thing 5.7 5.7 million dollars is a lot of money yes it is but it's a cost of doing business mm-hmm. and and they've already come up with a system like you can get up to two hundred thousand dollars like that but you know that's if you can prove it and that's if we want to pay you <laughs> well no they're not even i mean obviously they're paying you because you can prove it or right. because they know they did wrong Correct. it's not like you know it's not even like um and that's my thing yeah over the past four years more than 100 people have won court judgments or settlements related to allegations of brutality and civil rights violations victims include a 15 year old boy riding a dirt bike 26 year old pregnant accountant who had witnessed the beating a 50 year old woman selling church rifle tickets 65 year old church deacon rolling a cigarette and an 87 year old grandmother aiding her wounded grandson um guess the race on all them people Mm -hmm. um you know and i feel like you know a lot of people have kind of been shocked awake on some of this shit you know a lot of people but this also serves as to show you how deep the pathology of anti-blackness is in america because there's people that in the face of this evidence still don't want to talk about it Mm-mm. you know like when you're like well you know this is systematic it's not one guy dying <laughs> one, right it, it was the straw that broke the camel's back but it this happens anytime you suppress an entire population mm-hmm. uh where you where it's routine to beat and abuse people at some point 
they're they're gonna fight back mm-hmm. um in almost every case prosecutors or judges dismiss the charges against the victims if charges were filed at all in an incident that drew headlines recently charges against south baltimore man were dropped at the video show the officer repeatedly punching him a beating that led the police commissioner to say he was shocked oh well i guess a hundred times the charm right such beatings in which victims are often most often african-americans carry a hefty cost they can poison relationships between the community and all this stuff and also uh they divert money to the city in the city budget the 5.7 million taxpayer funds paid out since january 2011 will cover the price of a state-of-the-art rec center or renovations at more than 30 pl- pr- uh, playgrounds that doesn't count the 5.8 million spent on legal fees to defend these claims so we're looking at like uh, about 12 million dollars at this point mm-hmm 12 million dollars a day basically like yeah it's worth it yeah probably because they make 10 times that or 20 times that mm-hmm. uh the city's settlement agreement contains a clause that prohibits injured residents from making any public statement or talking to the news media about the incidents and you know how it is hey when you get two hundred thousand dollars especially if you're impoverished or you know or you just need the money to, to pay for the medical bills for what they did to you. Right. That you're going to be held accountable for. Yeah. Uh, you take the money and you don't say shit. And when settlements are placed on the agenda at public meetings involving the mayor and other top officials, the cases are described using excerpts from police reports with allegations of brutality routinely Im- omitted. So they just give you the police version of it, which is why I don't trust the media, too, because the media does the same thing all the time. Right, because that's what they take. They take the police version and present it as fact. Yeah, police said the Bloods and the Crips met up with the with the Sith and uh, Cobra, and they decided that they were going to uh, attack. Fight against G.I. Joe. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? State law also helps to shield the details by barring city officials from discussing internal disciplinary actions against officers, even where the court has found them at fault. So even if they do get found at fault, hey we can't tell you what we did yeah we gave him a slap on the wrist we told him he had to take 30 minute lunches for a week what you know hey hey it is what it is right um so uh among the findings the sun's investigations which include a review of thousands of court records and interviews with victims along with audio and video recording the trial since 2011 city's been involved in the 102 court judgments and settlements Related to the allegations of civil rights and constitutional violations such as assault, false arrest, false imprisonment, making payouts that range up to $500,000, the statutory cap can be exceeded when there are multiple claims in a lawsuit, and if there is malice, the cap may not apply. So basically, uh, 200000 is the cap typically, but in a couple cases, it was so egregious, they had to go up to 500000 <laughs> Y'all beat them so bad, we was like, you know what, we got to throw an extra three grand in there. In, in 43 of the cases taxpayers paid $30,000 or more in such settlements the city and the officers involved did not acknowledge any wrongdoing of course not many of the lawsuits stem from the now disbanded violent crime, crim, crimes impact section which used plain clothes officers to target high crime areas plain clothes so right. don't nobody know who the fuck you, you are cop. right officers frequently wrote in charging dockets that they fear for their safety and that residents received injuries when resisting arrest Oh, I was scared, so I had to beat the shit out of this guy. Not in my uniform. Okay. Department officials said some officers were exonerated in internal force investigations, even though jurors and the city awarded thousands of dollars to battered residents in those incidents. For years, leaders in Baltimore Police Department, the nation's eighth largest, didn't track or monitor the number of lawsuits filed against each officer. What? Because <laughs> that would make fucking sense, right? As a result, city officials were unaware that some officers were the target of as many as five lawsuits. 
how do you not know this because you, you don't want to know this you don't want to know this now i can just send them back out there and feign ignorance oh what five wow i guess we should start keeping track of that right because people would demand that this fucker gets fired mm-hmm uh only lawsuits that have been filed that have been settled or decided in court um dozens of similars uh dozens of similar cases are still pending so unless it was a lawsuit they like they didn't settle they didn't pay out anything and shit the city has faced 317 lawsuits over police conduct since 2011 and recently budgeted an additional 4.2 million dollars for legal fees judgments and lawsuits a 2.5 million dollar increase for the fiscal year 2014 right because they know that every year they're gonna have to end up paying out more yeah you want to know what else is amazing about that um they budget for it they give 4.2 million dollars to it um that like just just the the cost of business they must be making so So much much more money money. right you know just as a business you don't allot that kind of shit to a budget unless it's worth it Mm -hmm. because if not you just tell people like yo you got to stop doing this shit it's costing us too much money yeah it it hasn't got to the point where it's costing them too much money this money is a drop in the bucket compared to you know them arresting people for the war on drugs compared to you know them uh the fees and the fines and all that stuff like this like like you say it's business guess what you budget out certain things because you go okay well we know we have enough money to cover this this that and other other and other and when you get to the point where you're budgeting out this much money for ass whooping whoopings them um them ass weapons come at a at a high price to the person but at a low cost to you so you don't care yep so now it's in the baltimore sun i'll put the link in the chat if you guys want to read it but it's about police settlements and it's kind of it's a good read it's very long i mean it's like i mean it's not as good as michael eric dyson talking shit about cornell west <laughs> i don't think none could top that right now it's not a lot of shade in this joint but it is a lot of information um uh basically people outlined kind of like what happened with the riots um yesterday and they basically let made the kids get out of school because they canceled school and then they canceled the public transportation so they weren't able to get home right and then the police arrived to the mall which is like a huge uh area for transit for those kids in order to get home and they arrived in force with like you know riot gear on this shit you know which so basically they came for war and these kids are out because you let school out so and then you let school out then i can't get home yeah so i'm stuck here for hours on end unable to get home and that's if i can get somebody to come pick me up because odds are if i'm riding public transportation there's nobody that can come pick me up right um because apparently they don't have like a heavy you know like school bus type of shit so no a lot of use, a lot of those kids use public transportation like the actual right. bus to get and home subways and shit right right so you know when you come in there you bring out the um you know the riot gear um people it's almost like you're antagonizing the people to, to fucking do something right and the kids are like well what the fuck is this what did we do right um and their children uh tanya coast wrote a great piece today uh as rides follow Gre- freddie gray's death in baltimore calls for calm ring, ring hollow um and he basically just kind of went down you know how people saying we need calm it doesn't really matter because nobody knows why 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 
freddie gray died correct and we all think we know but we don't know and no and there seems to be no answer coming Mm -mm. and people waited peacefully for a week to no avail and then the city just geared up with uh the crips and the blood's gonna kill all the police so it's time to lock these niggas down you know it's like well you already been beating these niggas for forever like right and you're still not addressing shit you're still not answering shit you're giving points this press conference people still have these answers and it's almost insulting that they have all these press conferences and the media runs in there with their microphones but nobody asks them the pertinent questions nobody asks them can we get an answer do y'all know why well, some, sometimes sometimes it does happen um but what they're doing now is being like well that has nothing to do with this situation now i mean we need to just stop these riots like that's the thing now it's like hey um but why did this dude die and why we know we're gonna get some answers well what's important is that we need to everybody stay calm it's like when someone gets caught cheating and you're like what the fuck is this whose whose dick is this on your phone and then and then they're like what you doing going through my phone mm-hmm. you're like motherfucker answer the question who whose dick is this on your phone you know why is your penis on dead girl's phone and then all of a sudden <laughs> they're like why you getting so upset why you gotta be so mad i mean we could can we talk about this calmly can we please calm down it's like anything to just stop from saying uh we abused our power and killed somebody in custody and those officers are criminals now and they should probably go to prison right we can't say that because we'll be held accountable right but what we can say is why don't you calm down that's they're that's like, what they're doing like i'm the one that started the problem in the first fucking place yeah the mayor who is a black woman went on tv and called the people that ride riding thugs and shit you know it's like all right citizens of your city thugs oh, got right. it got it right so that's how you really feel right they taking notes so when it's time to vote again folks are gonna remember you yeah. marching on tv calling them a goddamn calling thug. their kids thugs because you know these these are people to someone else even if they're not people to you correct um you know if you can't relate to that strife i don't understand it's so funny because you got these wire liberals the people that watch the wire it's like they watch the wire for five seasons and they're just like i can't believe this is happening well i guess you need to go back and rewatch the whole fucking thing right because you missed kind of painted a kind of painted a picture of a hopeless cornered culture that uh has been mismanaged from day one kind of what did you think that the, the the outcome would be um so yeah um you know i'm not gonna reread ta-nehisi coates whole thing because you know y'all can go find out on your own plus he's the man read it in context um let's see what else happened um because there's more oh this shit um matter of fact no let me start somewhere else because that's just gonna make me mad okay uh, <laughs> uh they did uh have somebody that interviewed the governor and the mayor from baltimore the maryland governor and the mayor from baltimore mm-hmm. um and they walked off the interview so 11 minute interview and uh it was with don lemon who walked they walked off the interview they walked off the interview with don lemon <laughs> and i know one because he was asking the hard hitting uh, questions was he I, I mean only one way to find out karen okay let's let's find out all right let's see if we can play this our entire cabinet we're bringing all the assets we can uh, oh wait actually that, that i don't think that's the full interview let me tell uh, you the, the emergency order was written on saturday your office is saying it was ready to go it was up to the mayor to 
ask for it. What happened? What is the breakdown here? Well, it really wasn't a breakdown at all. I mean, we've been prepared since last Saturday. We've been in constant communication with the mayor. Uh, she's done a terrific job. Um, they've had this under control. It escalated to the point this evening, or late this afternoon, uh, where it was out of control. And uh, when the mayor called and asked us to declare uh, a state emergency, we were ready and prepared, and we did so immediately. What took so long there to get, to get uh, resources into place? I think that we have to respond to what was going on at the ground. We've seen what happens when other jurisdictions have overreacted and brought in resources that escalated the violence on the street. And I didn't want that to happen in Baltimore. I was very measured because we wanted to make sure that we have the appropriate response for what was going on on the ground. And when we saw uh, the... By, by the way, you can tell, if you like, the governor's throwing her under the bus in her face like it's like on a low he's like oh we came in once she asked but i mean took a long time to ask it's really her fault oh yeah he's uh, not gonna take accountability for that say that again please. Said, of course he's not gonna be accountable for that right out violence in the small groups we realized that it was time to bring in additional resources and i'm very grateful for the governor's uh, cooperation. There are citizens who are out there who my colleagues have spoken to. I've spoken to police officers who are here who are saying, listen, this was allowed to get out of control because the protesters, not the peaceful ones, obviously, but the ones who have caused all this chaos, they were given way too much leeway. And that is, that is the reason that this happened. Had there been more restraints, more officers in place, had they been able to um, gain uh, control of the situation and perhaps not just stand by and allow uh, people to do things that they shouldn't, that we would not be at this point right now. Look, look you know, let me just say in defense of the mayor, um, now's not the time to, you know, question about what happened in the past. We're here to try to fix what's happening now. I understand and, that, and but I, no, but I, no, no, I have to... By the way, that is also him throwing her under the bus. I know it sounds like it's defending her. That's not a defense. That's not saying, well, she was right, she was justified. That's him going, whoa, 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 she fucked up, but do we got to bring it up at this moment? I mean, why are you getting so mad? Why are you looking through my phone? I respectfully yeah, disagree with you, yeah, Governor. All the help that we need, and we're going to get this situation. Governor, I respectfully disagree with you, but I think now is the time to get some answers because it's happening now. And then, you know, tomorrow what's will be something else. What's happening now is we've activated a state of emergency. I just came from the emergency operations center. We have up to 5,000 police officers coming from all over the mid-Atlantic region. We have 5,000 National Guard coming. We have Why didn't that happen? Why didn't that happen on Saturday after after there was so much chaos on Saturday? When the emergency order was in was had been signed, why didn't that happen on Saturday? It wasn't signed until today uh, when the mayor requested us. Your office said it was signed. No, it was just signed. That's inaccurate. We've been, we've been standing by in preparation if just in case the uh, violence escalated, which it did. When the mayor called, we activated. We were fully prepared. Uh, we had all the uh, assets ready, uh, and we had the order prepared and ready to sign. Um, as soon as the mayor called, we activated. And I'll say that I think it's, it is, um, again, I want to thank the governor for uh, his support, uh, for being here uh, for Baltimore as we bring order. Uh, it is a very delicate balancing act to make sure that you uh, protect people's uh, right to free speech, their right to protest. Uh, the fact that people exploited uh, so, it's so funny because if you pay attention to the argument Don Lemon's basically arguing why didn't y'all start you know over policing and beating down the peaceful protesters mm-hmm. like the ones who didn't have any issues the ones who when things were going fine you know yeah, because and even if you look at why things did get out of hand in this timeline 
it's when they shut everything down and fucking brought the police in and riot gear come like, on now you shut the city down you, you you shut off transportation you just shut the city down and you know they're they're not like us we're a driving population we drive everywhere they don't really drive everywhere well, it wasn't here's the thing it was mostly the kids that were in school so it wasn't even like niggas just took off of work like oh i was gonna go to my corporate job today <laughs> right but was, i want to go start riots no you they str- was at their jobs <laughs> yeah you stranded the kids somewhere and then you were like um nah uh you know whenever you strand the kids we gotta uh do something about it like you know we stranded the kids didn't give them a place to go home mm-hmm. and then basically showed up with boxing gloves and was like oh why is this a fight the opportunity to protest with violence and looting doesn't mean that I don't have a duty to protect people's uh, right to be heard. And you said your words were twisted because you didn't allow people, that didn't mean the destruction of property. What I said very clearly was when you give people, an, when you when you facilitate space for people to be heard, uh, that space was exploited by those who meant uh, to do harm to our city. That's what I was saying very clearly. And when the the uh, when the the protesters got out of hand uh, and started uh, to destroy property, we did we used best practices the way the officers are trained to make sure that we are focusing on those that were doing the damage, but and and also working to not escalate. We we have seen all over all over the country and throughout our history what happens when you use too much force to respond to it to an incident it escalates and it can be a lot worse i didn't want that for my city we're working very hard to contain this and to do it in a way that doesn't turn baltimore into a military state are there streets now that in baltimore or neighborhoods or areas that are still not under police control not in control i think right now we're focused on responding to where the individuals are out um you know we have we are responding to fire. We are responding to police. Uh, and we will make sure that the city is open for business tomorrow. Are we still dealing with individuals who are intent uh, to cause damage in, in our city? Of course we are. Um, but we will handle it. As you're saying, though, you're working to gain control of the city and you believe that it is in control. Where's, do you smell the smoke? You hear the sirens? The police helicopters, the news helicopters are overhead. So, so let me just explain to you what's happening. As I just explained earlier, we've activated the National Guard. Yeah, I don't even know what Donald's point is at this point. He don't got one. He's, 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 he's just basically like, but it's out of control. They're like, yeah, terrible. we're trying to get it in control. He's, but it's still out of control. He's terrible at his job. Why do they keep sending him out there? I, I think it's for moments like this to get people to walk off the set and be like, wow, I can't believe that happened. We've called, we've put the state police in charge of the situation. We've called police officers from all over the state of Maryland and all over the Mid-Atlantic region. I've talked to the President of the United States who believes that we're taking the proper actions. We're bringing every available resource we can from all over federal, state, county, and local assets. And we're trying our best to get this situation under control. Yeah. Uh, sitting here, you know, we're, we got a lot of work to do tonight. I just left the emergency operations center. Then I went to the shock trauma center to talk to the 15 injured officers. Now we've got to go out and make sure that uh, that our National Guard is getting the assets on the street. We're bringing in helicopters. We're bringing in uh, uh, assault vehicles. We're bringing in National Guard. We're bringing in troops. Sound like a military op- occupation. Mm. Helicopters, assault vehicles, 
troops right shit was this iraq right shit that the general public can't have and you know they have strict gun laws and shit like that so it's one of those things where most people aren't going to have access to any of this i'm just saying it sounds like we're taking our enemy combatants like we're like it's like we're going into the middle east to you know police somebody's land they are compared you know from their perspective that's the that's the language i that that's the same language you use when we go to war sure is we're bringing in firefighters um that's what we're focused on you, you, you got the mayor keeps referencing ferguson and other areas where too much force is brought in but you saw what happened in those areas as well that might be an example of how you should bring in more force as well when it is necessary so you're saying he thinks ferguson was a good example of policing that's Don Lemon, guys. You're doing all of this. The question is, and I have to ask again, why was this not in place Saturday or Sunday when the situation began? Uh, I don't know how many times we can tell you, but we, we can't activate until we've been asked to come in. The mayor and the city are in charge. They believe they were taking the appropriate action. So mayor, he throwing her under the bus again. They asked us to come in. We came in. Okay, well, let the mayor answer that. Go ahead, Mayor. I said because we had the, this was a, a incident that sparked this afternoon. This has not been around the clock activity. We got the incidents that happened uh, over the weekend under control. And I think it would have been inappropriate to bring in uh, the National Guard when we had it under control. When we needed the, the support from the state, the state is here. And I'm grateful for that support. Is there anything we're that... We're do everything within our power to get the situation under control, and I can assure you we will get it under control. Is there anything that you would do differently now, if you, looking back and knowing what, what's happened now, what would you do differently? Yeah, I, I think while it's an interesting uh, question, you know, we'll do a post-op, we'll do a post-incident uh, analysis and make those determinations. But we're acting in real time. Uh, we can't armchair quarterback it. We're in it. Uh, we're doing the best thing uh, that we can to make sure that we're making the right decisions for our community. We, I spent a lot of time doing outreach with the faith community, with the Gray family, making sure people understood the Gray family doesn't want this. They don't want the destruction of our city. We they, keep, they always throw the family out there to shield them from the bullets. But they always got, it's like, they didn't care enough to not kill their son, but they damn sure gonna bring up their name every time they can now. Spent a lot of time with faith and community leaders, making sure that they understood what the process was, that they had a chance to be heard so they could spend the, uh, spread the message of peace in our city. Uh, we worked very hard to avoid having a situation like this. And despite our best efforts, uh, there are still those who are intent on destroying our community. And the sad part about it is they're saying that they're doing it in the name of, you know, in the, in the, for the community's sake. Uh, it's just dead wrong. Uh, what they're doing is destroying our communities. They are destroying the future of our young people who have to live in a community that is being that has to be repaired. It's not going to happen for, for free. Uh, we have to make those investments, and those are investments that could go into community uh, development projects that could go into. You know, the other money that you could invest into the community is 5.7 million dollars that you had to pay out in settlements for beating the community's ass. That's the truth. Or the 5.8 million that you had in legal fees. Or the new 4.6 million that you allotted for the same shit this year. The fuck are you talking about? You, you don't care about this community. Mm -mm. You care about them now because you're embarrassed. You're on national TV. You don't really give a fuck.
beautifying our community. And now we're, we're, we will be spending that, uh, those resources rebuilding the community because uh, some very um, misguided individuals decided to try to destroy our city this evening. When the vast majority of the protesters uh, for the past week uh, have been very peaceful and under control, and those are the people in the city, uh, they just want to get answers, in the, and every, as everyone does, and get to the bottom of what happened in this case. What we've now seen is outside agitators, gangs, and just really thugs, as the mayor called them, uh, that are... Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't say that shit, because you knew he was going to try it out. You knew he was going to try it out for her. Like, cool, got a black person to say it? We can run with this. Thugs, as she called them. Niggers, you know. Out there threatening uh, people, uh, injuring people, and destroying property, and we're not going to put up with it. We're going to put a stop to it. It's not going to continue. We're bringing every asset we can. This will not continue. When you say outside agitators, what do you mean by the people, people who are from outside? All, people come from all over the country. But who most are of the people who were arrested were from Baltimore. Baltimore. I know that. They're getting stirred up by outside agitators, and there's you know, just people looking for an opportunity. <laughs> They're getting stirred up from outside agitators who don't have a goddamn thing to do with that community. But everybody you arrested was from the community, right? Well, these outside people. I agree. They are stirred up by outside agitators. The police. The police are from outside the community, and they agitating people. And uh, no, this is the I, only result of that. I agree. Yes, yes. You know? It's like, yeah, it's it's like they, they, they set up all the factors that would cause a, a, a people to riot, and then that one thing sets out the spark that ignites the flame. And then we're looking at the forest fire of rage and being like, but, but how did it get like this? Why would you start the fire today? You know? And get, get in trouble. We, we watched are live. not the same as the people who were, who were peacefully protesting, uh, earlier this week. We watched live as a business was on fire, uh, police and, and firemen, uh, bringing a baby out of a building, uh, a mother, you know, worried about where her husband was. Yeah. What do you say to those people who are in the middle of it? And you're saying, we're gaining control. We got into control. We acted when we could. But what do you say to, to those people? Those people are scared. They, they're losing their businesses they're and possibly their homes. The children that I spoke to today are afraid. Uh, but we will bring order. Uh, we'll do it collaboratively. Uh, I am determined uh, that this darkest day will not define our city. We will have order. We will have control. And those individuals who we've caught on camera uh, destroying our city will be brought to justice. I can assure you that we're now taking over the situation. Uh, this is not going to continue. Uh, people will feel that the city's safe. I'm moving the governor's office to Baltimore City first thing. In uh, we're going to get this under control. The city will be safe, and Marylanders will be proud of the effort once we get this cleaned up. How are you going to uh, enforce the curfew this year? This is a short time ago. Oh, wait, what is he, uh, or, how are you going to safe, okay. and Marylanders will be proud of the effort once we get this cleaned up? How are you going to uh, enforce the curfew tomorrow? That's fine. To okay, thank, that's fine. Time. How, can, how are you going to enforce the curfew tomorrow with, when kids are out? Hey, and this is, they just walked off. The school, and they, the, they've said that many of the young people are the people who are doing this. It's a what? Say again, Mayor, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, the mayor and uh, the governor here, the mayor of... of of Baltimore and also the governor of the state of Maryland joining us here. This is a short time ago. And obviously you can see that they're, you know, they're touchy when it comes to the situation, uh, feeling that they had answered all of the questions and they did everything correctly in, within their control and within their power. But quite frankly, uh, a lot of people have uh, questions about that. And so we had to talk to them about that. As I said to them, you know, they're saying that we can do what... 
Excuse me, there's a obviously someone who is very upset. Damn, yeah, white dude walked up. He said, "Like you fucking suck, Governor. Fuck you." Damn, what? Can do what? About that, and so we had to talk to them about that. As I said to them, you know, they're saying that we can do what? Excuse me, there's a obviously someone who random white dude came up <laughs> out of nowhere. He's had enough of that, Governor. You fucking suck, Governor. Fuck you. Right, he has had it. He's upset, as you can hear. And the the thing about it, Don Lemon is a terrible interviewer. Um, Yeah, uh, is it okay that I like nobody out of that situation? Mm -mm, Nobody. I look at that whole interview. I'm just like, yeah, all of y'all. Fuck, fuck all of y'all. Right, he's a terrible interviewer. And then not only that, it's like you you didn't really ask questions. You walked around in circles. Um, They didn't. They don't respect you, so they just basically got off the air with you because it's like we ain't got time for this. Yep. Because you wasted that. You literally wasted an interview with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's a deal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on. So calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. Oh! We don't have to call them by names such as that. Oh! Burn down a C- Hold on. <laughs> Somebody got fed up. This brother was like, mm-mm. Not today. Not the Who you finna try better than me? Ooh, bitch, it ain't me. Cap, Good. cap, cap. Oh. <laughs> He'll never work again in his but, life. Oh, I love it. Well, I gotta play this again. TV and about old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on, so calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. No, we don't have to call them yeah. by names such who's as the dude? Who's the dude who laughed in the background? That sounds like a white laugh. <laughs> that sounds like a white laugh, like he's got a point. We do call them niggers. Somebody, somebody. I'm going to play this again. I'm going to play this a hundred times. I'm sorry, everybody. Steal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on, so calling them thugs, call, just call them niggas. Just call them niggas. No, we don't have to call them. Oh, no, that's my man Cuffs laughing. He recorded it at home. <laughs> oh, he recorded it from his TV, Cuffs the Legend, my follow on Twitter. He recorded it at home on his TV and he laughed. Okay. Oh, oh my God, that's so good. Steal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on, so calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. No, call them niggers. No, we oh, don't. That's have the best to call shit ever. Names such as that. I love it. Uh, only thing better would have been it, to, it, it going back to her face and his response. Dog, this is. He was fed up. Like, like people fed up. There's a lot of black folks out there that is fed up with with bullshit, and 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 she hit him on the wrong day. <laughs> And he had had enough. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm putting this on all my social media. He had had enough. He said, "I just like that." He just that that right before he said it, when he was like, "Fuck, it, I'm gonna get fired today." Uh, look, yes, <laughs> just call them niggas, just call them niggas, bruh. I got to share this. I bet he threw his everywhere. mic down and just well, he didn't even return back. He didn't even go back to the studio with the crew. Man, he knew they wasn't cutting back to him. Of course. CBS and about old person's home. I mean, come on. 
Come on. So calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. No! Call them niggers. <laughs> we don't have to call them by name. Oh, his bad. response is everything. I had to hear this over and over. I'm sorry, right? And burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on. So calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. He did a good no, lip smack too. We don't have to call them by names such as that. Steal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on. So calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. Just call them no. niggers. No, we don't have to call them by names such as that. Oh, he sound like oh. your, your uncle is, is, is eating some croaker and get the bones in it. And he's sucking on it and he's just having a conversation with you. This is, <laughs> this is when you are just sick. Of the job anyway right like y'all don't pay me enough anyway, anyway. and I'm i don't not, even like coming to this bitch right i'm out here around this black rage and folks is mad you're like shit they right right he looking around like what kind of language are y'all using right because y'all talking about me that shit get real cvs and about old person's home i mean come on Come on, so calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. No, them yes! Niggers. No, we don't have to call them by names such as that. Oh, oh best shit ever. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that made my day. Oh, oh, I wish every black person they cut to <laughs> for this shit would just pull that big joker out. I want, now I want to know how they ended the segment, cause I'm like, oh. how, what do you do when the person drops all pretenses like y'all basically call them niggas though right what do you do from there because i feel like he was fed up with it like i like i feel like they should just cut back to the white woman going oh my we'll be right back (laughs) right her her face probably had to be priceless when they tuned back to her ass oh my god um also wolf blitzer and d-ray uh mckesson did a uh thing back and forth where now i will say this i watched the clip all the titles for the clip are extremely inflammatory okay it's like ferguson activist battles wolf blitzer deliver smackdown and all the shit i felt like they were having a conversation slightly intense but not insulting to anybody um you know and they were using what blister was using the tactic that they use on uh which is so funny if you think about it that don lemon used on the muslim uh dude who was talking to him where he was like now can you condemn isis like would you just come out and say that you condemn isis right now on the air he's doing that with d-ray where he's trying to get him to say will you condemn the the riots will you condemn the violence of the property it's like i mean i didn't say it was okay to do right it's like well can, will you do it the president did it will you do it will you do to condemn it we like this it's like they want you to just be like it's like they get a victory out of that like if you go well the violence is wrong and i do condemn it and i do think those people should stop would you call them niggers why don't you just call them niggers mm-hmm. you know um but I, i'll go ahead and, and, and play the clip by as well. Uh, I want to bring in uh, DeRay McKesson. He's a community activist who we first met uh, in Ferguson, Missouri. He's now in Baltimore as part of a peaceful protest. Uh, DeRay, thanks very much for joining us. What's your plan today? What's your mission in Baltimore? 
You know, we're here supporting uh, the protesters on the ground and continuing the movement. You know, there's been a lot of positive demonstrations over the past couple months here in Baltimore and across the country because the police have continued to kill people. I mean, tonight will be another night where people come out into the streets to confront a system that is corrupt. But you want peaceful protest, right? Yes, for sure. Yep. And remember, the people that have been violent since August have been the police. We think about the 300 people that have been killed this year alone, like that is violence. There's been property damage here that's been um, really unfortunate over the past couple, for a day or so here. But remember, there have been many days of peaceful protests here in Baltimore City and in places all around the country. But at least 15 police officers have been hurt, uh, 200 arrests, 144 vehicle fires. These are statistics. Local police have put out 15 structure fires. There's no excuse for that kind of violence, right? Yeah, and there's no excuse for the seven people that the Baltimore City Police Department has killed in the past year either, right? We're not right? Right? Mm-hmm. They keep trying to make this violence, quote-unquote towards property sound one-sided this ain't nothing but to get back back. comparisons obviously we don't want anybody hurt but i just want to hear you say that there should be peaceful protests not violent protests in in the tradition of dr martin luther king oh he played the martin luther king big joker oh white people go to car favorite car in the deck Mm -hmm. the martin luther king big joker ain't even got no print left on it from all the thumb <laughs> grease that has been used on that motherfucker like it is 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 you can only tell is the martin luther king joke big joker now because it still got the bullet holes in it for when they killed that motherfucker but, ah! it, it, but but that but they keep playing it like a mother like it's the the pokemon in a deck like it's pikachu it's like MLK, MLK. Like that's the only fucking card you got. It's you no know, some other cards on the deck, right? Well, not to mention he got other quotes. But but we gonna keep going to the same, you know, non-violent shit. Is oh, we gotta pull it out the MLK Pokemon. MLK, I choose you. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, there should be peaceful protests, and I, I don't have to uh, condone it to understand it, right? That the, the pain that people feel is real, and you are making a comparison. You are suggesting this idea that broken windows um, are, are worse than broken spines. And what we know to be true is that the police are killing people everywhere. They're killing people here. Six police officers were involved in the killing of Freddie Gray, and we're looking for justice there. Um, and that's real, right? That, like the violence that the police have been inflicting on communities of color has been sustained and deep. But you agree, I assume, with President Obama, who just said a few moments ago, there's no excuse for the violence that erupted yesterday. There's no excuse for the stealing, no excuse for the arson. You agree with the president? What I agree with is that I advocate people to peacefully protest. I also know that pain manifests in different ways, and I don't, again, I don't have to condone it to understand it. People are grieving and people are mourning. Um, And I would advocate personally for people to do it in ways that you are calling peacefully. Um, But again, I also know that Freddie Gray will never be back and that those windows will be. The, uh, the and, and the president also said, President Obama, he said the violence, he said distracted oh, I from forgot. the uh, peaceful protest <laughs> and distracted from the morning. The second favorite, the second favorite, the little joker, President Obama. Forgot about that one. <clears throat> yeah, uh, I don't know how to tell people this. Um, and this goes for black people as well. Um, that nigga's at work. Right, come on, he on the clock. He at work, y'all. 
he like it's like if i called your job and was like hey man what do you think about touchy subject you gonna say as much as you can without getting fired mm-hmm. and i understand people think well president can't get fired well that's why he's been a little more loose than lately but you can always get your ass fired Mm -hmm. you can always become ineffective you can always be uh you know depowered and and seen as a joke but they like basically they use him as the example it's like yeah that's cool he can't say certain shit right i I can that's why i'm an activist and he's the president right because i'm not running for fucking political office that's why i can spit back at you and give you facts and numbers and statistics and tell you that them goddamn windows are going to come back obama could never say that the president has to deliver the same kind of message hard and firm anti-riot and then actually that's really all he has to do to mm-hmm. be quite honest because that's all it, all the other presidents do and then he goes and explain, explains the socioeconomic issues that cause a riot which is something he goes above and beyond doing and then he also admonishes the police um but yeah but you know depending on your point of view all that's too much right that the family of freddie gray was seeking yesterday uh, your reaction to that you know we're distracted from from progress is when city officials get on TV and call uh, black people and pain thugs, right? That's a distraction. Um, so, you know, I think that the unrest, the uprising, whatever you call it, is again a cry for justice here and a cry for justice across the country because the police continue to terrorize people. And again, the terrorizing is actually deadly. Broken windows are not broken spines. Uh, people are in pain. So. So I think that the, the president, um, I hope that he understands the, the conditions that created the unrest and that continued the unrest, not only here in Baltimore, but across the country, because Freddie Gray will never see another day and neither will Tamir or Ayanna or Mike Brown. There you go. And, I, and by the way, I felt that that interview was not some contentious ass. Oh, my God. He smacked him down like that was no. inflammatory as fuck. Right. Good looking at that title, you would you would think it would it, it, the conversation went kind of different. Yeah. Uh. So hold on, I, I got some uh, breaking news here. Okay. right breaking news breaking news karen i now have the whole interview with that brother that went off oh shit yes <laughs> <laughs> the whole clip i bet <laughs> <laughs> that shit shut down like the juke joint and color paper Oop, gotta go uh yes i already got uh mad views on this piece like it's already <laughs> yes. like it it does that thing where uh after you get so many views too quick on on youtube it just says 301 plus views because so many people looking at it uh it can't even tell you how many it is at the moment because it's just everybody use that word isn't it the right word no of course it's not the right word to call our children thugs these are children who have been set aside marginalized who have not been engaged by us no we don't have to call them but how does that justify what they did I mean, that's a sense of right and wrong. They know it's wrong to steal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on. So calling them thugs, just call them niggers. Yes! No, we don't have to call them by names such as that. We don't have to do that. That is 
exactly what we've sent them to. No, when you say, come on, come on what? You wouldn't call your child a thug if they should do something that would not be what you would expect them to do. Look, I respect your point of view. I would hope that I would call my son a thug if he ever did such a thing. But, but, but Congressman, let me ask you to respond. She, uh, one, he tried to rein it back because he realized, like, I might have went too far with nigger. Mm-hmm. Then she was kind of like, oh, I need, I pushed him to nigger. Now mm-hmm. I need to calm down. Correct. Like, I pushed <clears throat> him there. And she did. On to Councilman Stokes. Do you think that calling um, the bad actors last night thugs is the equivalent of the N-word? Let, let, let me let me just do something here because it's important we now Wait, shift. There's another black dude. Who's this guy? I don't know, but this is like the is this his anger translate? Was that the anger <laughs> translator that we cut back to the the regular black dude? <laughs> we probably did. Good grief! The focus into something that has absolutely nothing to do with poverty, despair, hunger, homelessness, and a sense of not belonging. That's what this is coming out of. So whether we call him a thug, a lawbreaker, a juvenile delinquent, it really doesn't matter. What matters is how do we take back our streets? And that's what men have been doing, going around talking to these young men. Yeah, they tried to get it back. I got to hear that again now. Our children, thugs. These are children who have been set aside, marginalized. By the way, I like that he started off so professorial. Like he had it in him, he just got tired. He's like, how many times I gotta explain to you, motherfucking white people, that thug is a loaded word that is racially uh, insensitive. Insensitive. Mm-hmm. That word, isn't it the right word? Because she actually isn't it the right no, word. No, it's not the right word to call our children thugs. These are children who have been set aside, marginalized, who have not been engaged by us. No, we don't have to call them But how them does that thugs. justify what I they think did? That I mean, that's a yeah, sense of right or wrong. They know it's wrong to steal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on. So calling them thugs, call, just call them niggers. No. Just call them niggers. No, we don't have to call them by names such as that. We don't have to do that. That is exactly what we've sent them to. No, when you say. Oh God! Yeah, he got fed up with her. It's like her tone and just the way she was approaching him. He was like, "Bitch!" Right? Like, what don't you understand? You right. can't be calling us that. It's racially insensitive. And she's like, "What? Isn't that the right word?" No, it's not. I told you. No, because of the reason I said. You know what? Just call them niggas. Right? Just, fuck it. <laughs> That's what listen. happened. You ain't listening. You ain't listening. That's what happened. His old man fucking gene was like live on the L. It was like, "What do I got to lose?" Fuck it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Fuck them. Just don't never come back on. He probably ain't even get paid. Right. Probably, probably went on that for free. Correct. Getting his blood pressure up for no reason. Uh, Miss Piggy is finally getting the feminist award that she deserves. Oh, she is? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Miss Piggy is a inf- very influential lady who was voiced by a man in a lot of people's <laughs> lives. <laughs> After all her years in showbiz, it's about time Miss Piggy wrangled herself a trophy. The Brooklyn Museum Sackler Center first awards honor women. Uh, wait, the Brooklyn Museum Sackler Center first, uh, awards honor women who have made notable strides in their respective fields. Previous honorees included Sandra Day O'Connor, Julie Taymor, and Toni Morrison. And now the one and only Miss Piggy will enter the ranks of these esteemed ladies. Now, is that insulting to the real actual women or is that 
or is it okay okay that they decided to go something with something cute this year what do you think yes it's very like if you got the award would you be like oh yay miss piggy's getting one too are you like wait what that that's my response because um this isn't jim henson hour Mm-hmm. you know people are actually out here doing stuff where you know is is miss piggy and ferguson was miss piggy and ferguson miss miss piggy in baltimore was she mm-hmm. marching on the street mm-hmm. was she out there with kermit in the gang out there talking about injustice in the in our country she she writing motherfucking books she you know changing people's lives she getting in the community no uh and now the one and only miss piggy will enter the ranks so miss piggy will receive her award due for it and take part in a feature conversation with powerhouse active activist gloria steinem so they're gonna have this puppet talking to gloria steinem like a real person yeah that baby glass now man i kick miss piggy in her fucking forehead get out of here though it may seem strange or off-putting to give a feminist award to a female puppet particularly one voiced by a man the sackless Center claims that the admirably boisterous muppet has earned her accolades through 40 more than 40 years of blazing feminist trails with determination and humor and inspiring generations the world over i wonder mm-hmm. if it's just like we ran out of people you know we ran out of people mm-hmm. so we giving it to miss piggy we ain't want to give it to nobody for ferguson this year and mm-hmm. we already gave one to tony morrison so once we got the blacks checked off we can give it to puppets next year we're giving it to red from fraggle rock Miss Piggy tweeted about her delight, her delight while managing to snub Meryl Streep. Moi is finally getting an award. Oh, I'm so excited. Eat your heart out, Meryl. Um. Well, this is very insulting. Mm-hmm. Miss Piggy is a boss though, Karen. So. The um, boss hog, yes. <laughs> boss hog. Well played. Um oh shit i forgot about this one that's i remember when i said i didn't want to talk about this well now it's time um baltimore um there was a short video of a woman who showed up um to the protest and hit a kid that was wearing like a ski mask and shit and made him lead the protest and everybody's been applauding it as look at this black mom beating her son live on on national tv uh and making him go home yay she's a hero here's the video so from that video um you know it appeared that she's trying to keep her son out of whatever the situation is um wmar is report and by the way people assumed a lot of shit on this without any confirmation at first it was just she just uh keeping her kids out the street this is what you got to do you know he was out there uh you know probably burning shit down you know meanwhile you know he he could have been out there peacefully protesting could have been out there just you know uh doing a bunch of shit but it turned into 
well he must have been out there you know doing some thug life type shit um you know that at least that's how people treated it um well comes to find out uh at least the way that they're reporting it because once again this um who knows yeah who yeah you kind of don't know um uh, well actually here's the full report i didn't even know they had this out here let's see by many in the fallout of these riots this woman saw her son causing trouble and she went old school on him you can see how she takes matters into her own hands we want to know who this woman is if you know her email us facebook us call us get in contact with the newsroom at abc2news.com and our email address people are talking about this woman all over the country everywhere i went today i mean it's everywhere on social media videos gone viral and manny Locke, photojournalist multimedia journalist from abc2 was the one there who shot it all for us i think i just got lucky i think any uh photojournalist in my uh, point uh, we were covering the riots it all started out peaceful and thank you kelly and jamie for having me uh, I am nervous for doing this because I like to be behind the scene and showcase my talent. But uh, I was covering the rocks being thrown at police officers. I was kind of, my head was on a swivel to make sure I can get all the video that was coming in various angles. And I just seen this lady out of my, the right of my eye, corner of my eye, and it seemed like she was looking for somebody. So I didn't pay attention to it at first. I had to pay attention to the uh, police officers being pelted with rocks. And then all of a sudden, I seen her, she found her son. And she just started wailing on him. And I said, oh, my God, she found him. And I think that uh, all parents probably should have did that. I do know that uh, Baltimore Police Commissioner Batts uh, mentioned that last night in his press conference. Today I was covering a press conference with Baltimore City Council, uh, Mr. Young. He mentioned it. And he said if all parents would have went out and grabbed his or her parent, child at that time, maybe there wouldn't have been no unrest. Maybe 15 police officers wouldn't have got injured. Maybe so many kids wouldn't have been hurt or anything like that. But I just happened to be in the right place at the right time as a photojournalist. And it's luck, was, luck was with me. It's out. Los Angeles media is running it. The New York Post called yeah, it. It was national. Air. It was national. Yeah. And you're not just a photojournalist. You're a parent, too. Uh, I so am. They, they are celebrating this. Like they are ecstatic they got this this footage because that's what the news has been reduced to yeah they are ecstatic they're talking about how viral it went this is kind of sick Manage, imagine yeah. i am a parent my daughter lives in la and she was texting me because i've been covering the unrest since saturday mm-hmm. and i made sure i tell melissa that i was fine and stuff like that and i think i probably when i went out there and snatched my daughter also and did the same doggone thing but again i think it was luck i just happened to be in the right place at the right time and again my head was on a swivel because i didn't want to get hit by pelted rocks i wanted to make sure that i got video for you know wmar and i just happened to see her out of the corner of my eye and i'm just lucky that it went viral i'm lucky that she pulled her son and i know i'm repeating myself but i wish other parents would have been able to do the same thing well she made a statement didn't she i was gonna say she definitely made a statement she's been called a hero right so everybody who's seeing it on all the cbs the nbc and all that stuff they're just Taking it away. This is the man who shot it right here, man. Great work. Great work. I'm One just last lucky. look. She's still hitting him. Look. <laughs> oh yeah, she was. Uh, she was really pelting him, using profanity, and 
You know, he was trying to hide his face because he had a black mask on. And she said, you don't think I can notice you? Uh-huh. And she, she just, she did what every parent should have done. Yeah she, yeah, she wasn't messing around. We want to know who this lady is. Well, there's so, a rumor going around that the network snatched her. Oh, really? She's up in New York right now, but we're trying to well, She's going to pop up that. somewhere. Pop yeah. up somewhere. All right, you get, you get paid for every time it airs, right? Um, I have to share it with all my colleagues. <laughs> this is a team. It's like a record. It's like a record. But um, in other words, if no. I had a Twitter handle, it'd be Manny Nation. Oh, of course. <laughs> Great work out there, Manny. Getting this Twitter handle out there. Um. So anyway, all that to say this, I'm not celebrating it. Mm-mm. You know, um, not necessarily because I'm not even going to get into the right and wrong of hitting your kid that seems to be a personal decision and i really you know i struggle with it i don't even know what a line is necessarily if i had a kid i don't think i would hit him um hit him or her um you know at least that would be my goal to never have to do some shit like that uh and there's a lot of you know personal preference to how to raise kids and all that stuff and you know how we were raised and all that and what we needed you know because i you know there's a situation where i'm like it's probably a whooping that saved my life you know but it could have been maybe i would have responded just as well to just being told you know or being uh grounded or whatever the fuck who knows you know it's not like my parents hit me every time i did something wrong Mm -hmm. there was a whole lot of steps to build up to that now Mm -hmm. i'm not berating this woman or judging her because i feel like it's very desperate sometimes what you have to do when you love somebody and not everybody has that language not everybody has that sophistication and not everybody's kid is the same so to me this is almost like a very intimate personal moment that just played out in public Mm -hmm. and like this isn't like when people go on youtube and be like i whooped that boy's ass now retweet and follow me on twitter you know but the sheer glee in the media's voice Mm -hmm. the people that were talking about the sheer glee on facebook um the celebration of the idea of this woman beating this kid it's it's hypocritical and i don't trust it more importantly because what they're trying to do in my opinion they're basically feel they feel that way about everyone out there right they just wish someone would beat these people and force them back home they think that's what the police are out there for they think that's what you know if if, if the police can't do it then citizens should go out there and do it and your mom need to come do it and everybody needs to come beat your ass and make you go home you know um you know in this case they're assuming or speaking for her because they really haven't said um how they know that she said she saw him you know doing maybe they overheard it in the video or something um that she saw him on tv but you know the assumption being even with all that you know she went up there and hit him in his face and all this shit um you know and this makes for good tv but it's like if she would have just went up there and said take your ass home right now you coming with me without hitting him that wouldn't have been just as effective parenting correct like they're celebrating the violence right right and i'm I'm telling you what's so funny to me these are all people that are anti-violence right all these Mm. people that were anti-violence well we don't want them being violent against the property now my mom wants to come be violent against her son well we apply that but what the fuck do you think you learned the language of violence from what do you think black people learned the language of violence from 
you know at, at the hands of, of of america it's not like we just fucking invented violence and shit um you know that's what we learn it from and you pass it on traditionally down from 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 parent to child from you know like anything else but here's the hip, hypocritical part while you apply this today um everybody's on the same page seemingly there's a lot of people that are going to turn around and be like this is what is wrong with your black community right they are pathologically violent they do not know how to raise their children and they are culturally inferior because of this they didn't celebrate adrian peterson for this shit mm-hmm. right they're going to admonish us later with the same fucking footage it's going well of course they're violent look how they're raised look what look what they do to their kids Reminds me of the video where the dude whooped his knee, his nephew for being on the internet, quote unquote, acting like a thug. And they're always like, he probably saved that boy's life. And then the kid died a week later. Cause it's more than just a spectacle that for raising a kid. Ain't that the truth? And if anything, like I said, I, I'm not even judging this woman. I feel a sick feeling like we looked into a window of somebody's life where a moment that she probably isn't like yeah i'm so proud of myself Mm-mm. i went down there and i beat my kid in public oh thank yeah. god that's a, that's an act of desperation in my right opinion. out of her love and concern and yeah. safety of her child that's when you don't know what else to do correct like it shouldn't be a first resort you know but at the, at the way she put them hands on them she's no stranger to the hands you know so to see people celebrating it was real real sickening in my opinion man mm-hmm. and and they don't really think she's a hero she's a hero today because they all wish they could put a foot in these protesters ass and make them go home right that's it because right. if they go home then i don't have to think about them anymore correct and that's all that's what they're here for that's all they care about all right um sorry uh <clears throat> what else happened oh uh alice eve who's an actress mm-hmm. uh was slammed on social media after claiming bruce jenner is playing at being a woman alice eve is feeling the heat at the claim of bruce jenner is playing at being a woman the star trek into darkness actress made the controversial claim on her instagram page in response to the former olympians interview with diane sawyer in which he confirms that he's transitioning to become a woman people love fucking up their money don't they yeah yeah it's also amazing too how this this is the same kind of shit that that left woman was left that white feminist was leveling at uh at uh, laverne cox mm-hmm. very exclusionary very you know oh here you go trying to be a woman look at you eve initially had blasted jennifer i mean i'm sorry jenner in an attempt to argue for equal rights and wage equality see what i'm saying oh this is my my cause my cause right she says if you were a woman no one would have heard of you because women can't compete in the decathlon she wrote monday referring to jenner's heralded gold medal victory in the 1976 olympic games so it's like how can i take this person down a notch not let me include you in this struggle and and let's you know work on this together it's no 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 how can i take it down a notch you would be a frustrated young athlete who wasn't given a chance she continued until women are paid the same as men then playing at being a woman quote unquote will while retaining the benefits of a man is unfair do you have a vagina are you paid less than men then my friend you are a woman after receiving backlash on social media 33 year old actress attempted to clarify her comments 
i'm not saying by identifying they are negatively impact impacting feminism she wrote i'm saying that we have to refine the language on this topic so all men and women and transgenders are acute are ac- are accurately represented in the process of self-identification that's, that's not what, what she was said. saying Mm-mm. you personally attacked him mm-hmm she also thanks social media users for discussing the topic with and broaden her, her her perspective mm-hmm. maybe this needs a little thought i felt confused and now i feel enlightened and mm-hmm. like i know what mm-hmm. education i need to move mm-hmm. forward you tweeted what you meant and she, then when people started responding you backpedaled she deleted the original post slamming jenner and posted a photo of david bowie as the androgynous 1970s persona ziggy stardust in which she wrote i'm a supporter of anyone who wishes to explore their gender identity and has issued a statement i deeply apologize for offending anyone i support equal rights and equal dignity for all i have a deep compassion and support for bruce jenner she, get the fuck out <laughs> why are you lying why are you lying <clears throat> and 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 people that are transgender um, are going through the um that are transgender might be some of your fans that you're talking about mm-hmm. so these people are like hey you're talking about me honey right you put woman in quotes you, you, this was no accident no you meant that shit my intention was not to offend my intention was simply to express that with the overdue and welcome acceptance of us all living on a gender spectrum we must encourage equality for all that was not what you tried Mm-mm. you told him he was faking like a woman mm-hmm. you told him that if he was a woman all the accolades that he got before he wouldn't have got it because he would have been a struggling ass woman just like quote unquote you you mm-hmm. know you 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 challenge his womanhood by saying you don't have a vagina i mean it's very insulting there's no way to get around that honey right you know what i love about one so many you know her publicist got at her like right like, like bitch don't be fucking up my money right you know it's hollywood that she works in with this stupid ass opinion right um what's crazy though and this is something i just it continues to come up white women phys- feminists have their one fucking issue and that's all they care about. Don't care about nothing else. So many of them are like, well, pay equality. That's where I'm at. Well, if you look at the fucking scale, white women and Asian women make the closest to white men when it comes to, uh, to, you know, to men when it comes to right pay equality, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, we're almost at the finish line. What do you think is going to happen when they do get pay equality? They could give a fuck. All they're going issues? to opt out of every fucking other issue, period. They're telling you. These are telltale signs of, I'm not going to give a fuck about your black shit, your transgender shit, anything that's not me. I'm on this pay shit, and it's the only thing that matters. And how dare you have another fucking agenda that I have to consider? How dare I have to learn what intersectionality is? How dare I have to consider something that is outside of my purview and my personal experience? Right. So fuck you, Bruce Jenner. You try and make me think. Nope. It's about this money. And once I make this money, fuck all these other agendas. Right. Oh, so now you want to be a, now you want to be a, a, a woman. Is that what this is? Like, well, if you saw the interview, then no, you know, that's not what it is. Like, just amazing. That is amazing. Um, Alice Eve, y'all. Star Trek. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate you. Thanks for fucking up more nerd shit. Can Jeremy Renner and her just like get in a plane together and fly into a wall? Uh, Bud Light fucked up. They put out an ad that said, remove no from your vocabulary. Bud Light. Oh. 
the perfect beer from removing no from your vocabulary for the night <laughs> and then everybody informed them that sometimes people use alcohol to rape people right. and then they went oh my god our bad <laughs> that's what happened when you have no women making these executive fucking decisions yeah yeah or if you do have women they are women that just go along to get along yeah mm-hmm. so they just you know they were trying to promote their up for whatever thing which is the the thing where they show up and they're like hey are you up for whatever tonight and you can get some bud light and like yeah and then they take people to do cool shit like mm-hmm. play a video game but like as a physical perfect person and party with the rock or so you know just Which crazy shit fine, yes but yeah they fucked up with that remove no from your vocabulary because people like uh like the time that my drink was drugged and i got raped right with your product okay yep yep but light taking that no out of your vocabulary a transgender teen that we had talked about got to come up karen mm-hmm. uh chase Culpepper wanted a driver's license photo that reflected the way that she looks right and they in told, south carolina right and they basically told her that she couldn't she got it good fuck them yep she it got don't it matter she fought uh, uh she scored a legal settlement on monday against her home state of south carolina which refused to let the 17 year old driver take a driver's license photo while wearing her usual makeup telling her that she needed to look more like a male before she could sit for the photo i'm thrilled and i hope it means that no other transgender person has to have their rights violated for being different chase tells yahoo parenting in one of her only interviews since the settlement chase's battle began in march 2013 when she and her mom Teresa, went to the department of motor vehicles office near their home in the town of anderson chase 16 at the time had already passed her driver's license test and only the only step left was to wait in line to get the picture but just when chase reached the front of the line and was told to take the photo the uh a dmv clerk and supervisor told her she had to wash the makeup off her face because it altered her appearance too much driver's license photos have to be have to show a person the way she always appears the the employee explained keep in mind this is how she always this is how she always right (laughs) Right. so what's the problem uh i told the supervisor that this was chase's usual appearance because she always he because he always wears makeup says Teresa Culpepper who's his, uh her mom but she would not re- relent it was about Chase being classified as a male on his license yet he doesn't look like a male uh Chase ended up uh taking off her makeup because she didn't want to leave the DMV without her license but later that day she told her mom that what happened wasn't right and she wanted to do something about it I said go for it said Teresa chase contacted uh the transgender legal defense and education fund tldef a national organization that fights for the rights of transgender and gender non-conforming people the group mm-hmm. agreed to take the case um so they sent a letter on chase's behalf um uh to the state explaining that the policy prevented chase from getting her photo taken while wearing makeup and it was unconstitutional uh then they filed a lawsuit on chase's behalf and the settlement mandates that the South Carolina uh, DMV change their policy. So driver's license applicants are photographed the way they appear regularly, even if they don't match the traditional way a male or female is supposed to look. Right. Get these biggers to stop, and it don't fucking matter. It does not matter. Just sit down, snap a picture, and go on. You got a long fucking eight-hour day. Who gives a shit? DMV employees also must undergo training that covers the new policy and how to treat transgender and gender nonconforming people with courtesy. I love that part 
good get you some training because everybody hates training i know you ain't gonna care and you ain't gonna want to do it good fuck you right and, I, and I, like you say they have an eight hour day right. and they they were like i'm making the time for this that by the way of all the places that people make the time dmv is number one place where employees make right, the time right right you're seeing hundreds of people i've been to everybody's been to the motherfucking dmv there's nothing worse sit down sit down sit down no 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 you i gotta call my supervisor right. what the fuck nobody makes the time like the dmv though it's like sir your shoelaces untied i'm gonna need to step out of line i'm gonna need to step out of line ma'am um i can tie my shoelaces just stay in the line nope. oh i guess we're just doing this aren't we <laughs> right You're like what why you need to step to the side and wait another 30 minutes until somebody else is you be like um but um i got all my paper i don't right. care about your paperwork you yo you didn't you didn't blink at me right so now you right. got to go to the back of the line you be like what the fuck right I'm like you just like you won't let a uh, transgender person take a picture the way that they know them. well just call them nigga then just call them niggas <laughs> right damn uh it's uh so yeah it's a big victory man um good and, waste they fucking time like they wasted your time yeah finally some good news also there's a report that 200 girls 93 women freed from the terrorist camp by nigerian army 93 remember those uh hashtag bring back our girls mm-hmm. um they're saying that there's a r- report that they're freed that they've been rescued uh by nigerian armed forces now there have been times where the nigerian armed forces have lied and said they freed the women and that they did something and they didn't do it so we'll see right i hope it's true me too these girls can start going back to their homes we could use some uh some good news um you know (laughs) lately so i hope it's i hope they did bring back those girls um because you know it's, it's crazy uh let's see uh what other news did i feel like covering oh nbc investigation into brian williams finds that this nigga lied at least 10 times <laughs> so didn't they suspend him baby that's a permanent he not co- he not he's not coming back to work Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. Nah, i figured out when they did this quote-unquote suspension he wouldn't come back to work that's a lot of lies they found yep. and that's just the ones they could confirm 10 instances where he exaggerated his reports uh apparently yeah that's a permanent vacation just 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 you know you'll never be on the air again mm-hmm. anywhere like who in their right mind want to hire you yeah i feel like yeah you i think you called this a long time ago and said mm-hmm. he would never be back at work and ever. i was like well he'll probably get back somehow i don't know now i'm leaning towards your point i feel like you can't let this nigga come back to work after this it was too much proof it was too much and on top of that it's one of those things where you go on television and 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 people look at you as a form especially him as a form of reliable journalism like Mm -hmm. they go when i come to you i know i'm getting the truth and for you to turn around and do this you've broken that trust they can't bring you back on the air yeah They, they 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 just can't i agree yeah I, I i would never trust her with my news again not that i right. trust many news sources but you know the guy who does national news always has to be a trustworthy person if people are concerned and once you find out you're a chronic liar that's a lot right the most he can do is do like rush limbaugh and all the rest of them do struck off on your own you know because i'm guaranteeing you got a fan base to support him no matter what but you know as far as like local i mean national mm-mm, i, I 
I wouldn't touch you with a 10 foot pole because then I got to deal with the protests. I got to deal with people standing outside my office, the emails, folks come out, you a liar. Like, who, who, well, who's the news station that wants to deal with that bullshit? Nobody. Right. Let's talk about this, the social club. Hey, this but is. But first, a- they want to talk about an ad that they didn't pay for to talk about on our show. So we're just going to let that go for a while. But, uh, yeah, Brian Williams said, uh, he will be back on the news tomorrow. He was church he was really but he might be lying uh, we don't know <laughs> all right here we go well could it be a church or really a swingers club that's what a community in tennessee is asking about one establishment coming soon to their neighborhood a building owner proposed a swingers club called the social club in nashville but a new ordinance blocked the plans now the owners have filed new paperwork to renovate the building for a church now, according to a flyer, the United Fellowship Center will honor all members of the, quote, social club. It also charges men and women who want to become a member. Now, some in the community are skeptical about this. Really think they're a church? Not really. Churches have a lot of rights, but it's also federally regulated. Now, the attorney for the owner of the building says his client has become an ordained minister. The process takes less than a minute online and requires nothing more than a name and a password. No word on when the new, quote, church will open. Church, in quotes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, sometimes... uh, Sometimes you got to change to a swinger club to a religion so you can get get next to them kids mm-hmm. at, the, at the Christian school, you know? Yep. Uh, Same thing happened in some quote-unquote real churches. Yep. <laughs> so what's the difference? Uh, they joking, but, you know, they yeah. act like folks in the real churches don't be <clears throat> doing some of the same things. Mm-hmm. I know Creflo probably got swingers night. He's like, don't tell me what I can't wish. The Lord want to give me <laughs> some pussy. Uh, here's uh, something that's quite offensive. Breaking developments in the story we first brought you on WCPO.com. The Senate pub has just pulled this Bruce Jenner-themed dog of the day. Hmm. And that is interesting. Uh, now, a transgender advocates had been calling for that action. And Evan Millward is on your side live downtown with the growing reaction to this story. Evan? Yeah, well, we are just now hearing the Bruce Jenner 2.0 dog will stay on the menu here at Senate. Uh, and we are hearing that part of the proceeds of the sales of that dog will be donated. I'm working to find out right now for you where that money will go and maybe how much that will be. You know, the uh, managers here say they did it to get a chuckle out of everyone, but Tri-State's transgender community is not laughing. They call it distasteful, and they've been calling for it to be removed from the menu. Its menu is no stranger to pop culture references. Hot dogs named after Lindsay Lohan and Nick Lachey. But this creation causing a stir Friday. Senate Pub announced its dog of the day on Facebook, the Bruce Jenner 2.0. It's a hot dog sliced and put in a taco. Thinly veiled anatomical references. And the dog drops just hours ahead of the Olympians' exclusive interview airing tonight on Nine on Your Side. Jenner expected to announce he is transitioning from male to female. If I were you, what question would you ask me? Are you going to be okay? Since the menu edition, transgender advocates like Lindsay Deaton have posted demanding Senate change the menu, calling the dog transphobic. 
Cincinnati City Councilman Chris Seelbach weighing in saying, quote, As much as I love the Senate team, the description of their Bruce Jenner hot dog of the day made me cringe a little. He goes on, I understand that Senate's daily hot dogs are supposed to poke fun at celebrities, but given that Bruce Jenner's possibly coming out as transgender tonight and knowing how difficult that is, as seen with the suicide of Leela Alcorn, I'm not sure I would have done with that description. But Senate owner Dan Wright told Nine on Your Side the dog's meant to honor Jenner's decision, quoting, We think that Bruce will influence countless others who might not have felt brave enough to do so in the past. We expletive love the LGBT community. It's exactly what we said it is, pure awesomeness. Uh, the manager on duty here at Senate didn't want to go on camera today, but he said they often do things like this with current events, and they wanted to do something with Jenner's exclusive interview that airs right here on Nine on Your Side later tonight. We are live. Okay. Do you believe that they uh, did this out of support for the LGBT community? Mm-mm. Yeah, it sounds like they were picking fun at Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. Just like the these fact other that they hot could... dogs, they poke fun at these people. Right, and the fact that they couldn't come up with the charity name like he's like i'm working on getting you the charity that they're gonna because he's like well, well we give uh we give the money to charity yeah what so charity? we're not gonna take the hot dog down we're gonna give the money to lgbt charity which one uh we're gonna get back to you on that because uh, it's not a charity right they just lying that's it's, it, that's so uh that's so funny man uh, gotta get the jokes in man can't mm-hmm. help yourself Oh, when they come out with the nigga dog. How about the spick dog? What a right. tight dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, that's coming uh, after the, the the rides. You know, they probably mm-hmm. got all kinds of names for them today. Mm-hmm. I know they you have know. a good one for Cinco de Mayo coming up. Mayo. Probably serving thug burgers or some shit, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, or why don't you just call them nigga burgers? Yeah, that wet bet dog. Where's that one at? Well, just, just call them niggas, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes oh that's the best day ever man ain't it though um, he was fed up yeah um let's see what else did i want to talk about um oh man uh this is for for uh nick jew basically but uh meanwhile on instagram, instagram. yeah Yippee-ki-yo, Yippee-ki-yay. so little kim posted a picture of her with her daughter oh, on instagram that baby, that baby that got big oh my god mm-hmm. i ain't realize it's been that long since she had that baby yeah i'll put the picture in the chat so people can see uh what it looked like um also let me go back to this page because you have to mute this shit on bossip every time i don't know what's wrong with them Lil kim recently got a rude awakening after she posted a puckered selfie uh that got relentlessly roasted uh on instagram the devil's asshole of, of social media good grief nobody uh nobody fucks with you like instagram man Lil kim says selfie hashtag Lil kim and her fans sad face sad face horrible monkey covering his eyes emojis uh god damn who is this says roman 49x <laughs> the evil the evil is too good it don't even look like her oh my she only look like the same person somebody just posted, posted the emoji that looks like it's sad and, and with his head tilted down with a sad face 
then they continued in the comment section of several other photos from her time with floyd mayweather's money team she says my t hashtag tmt security holding me down as someone says oh my god crying fourth crying smiley this is not the little kim i know they spell a little wrong but little kim i know and then that blank face and then that's the cat lady says roman 49 x uh yeah it it's instagram can be a cold cold world you know mm-hmm. um what else did they say let me scroll down to this one to the next oh i gotta wait for it to load but uh they went to another picture of her on the red carpet with tim i don't what is tmt oh the money team oh she in the money team so they got another picture of her on the red carpet with a phone cover that says tmt man floyd letting anybody in the money team now huh mm-hmm. i mean i i understood with ray j i mean that nigga had an indoor pool and an outdoor oh, basketball court don't but, get no better than that uh this person said who the hell is that another person said who is this because she's had so much surgery she just doesn't look like herself anymore she she was beautiful she was so fine like if she was a black girl fine i mean like you know what i mean like one of the like it wasn't no surgeries like mm-hmm. no offense to Nicki minaj and shit but it wasn't you know let me get some fake titties and fake ass with her when she first came out you know i remember when she had the the poster with the with the the fat pussy pose and everybody was like oh my god i want to fuck look him so bad like she was everybody's shit for so long you know um and I, then she just went and was like i guess felt inadequate and had to do that yeah and i think um i hadn't seen it in a long time and then uh i remember she was on dancing with the stars i was like oh my gosh that's that can't be the same person yes yes like little kim john is what i call it because she had so many surgeries she looked asian man her face so stretched so tight Mm -hmm. um but man it's just it's sad man um but yeah her fans went in on her which is funny because if you're on instagram following people you like to think well that's because you're a fan of these people Mm -mm, people follow people on instagram for all the wrong reasons a lot of times (laughs) right every time you post something it's just so they could be negative yeah um that that's insane uh texas marketing ceo says women can't be president because of hormones and biblical sound reasoning Mm -hmm. you know how you ladies get with your pms ice cream and shit can and uh people getting a little fucking tired of it and now you want to be president of the whole world the whole world you want to be hillary clinton to walk around knowing that we're one one menstrual cycle away from dying Just at one. any given point right you know what if she gets very emotional about something karen and she's her woman lady part start acting up next thing you know her ovaries are controlling the button to the nuclear arms that's how it happens right Apparently so. Mm-hmm. Exactly how it happens. The, te- the head of a Texas marketing firm has drawn criticism even from one of her clients. That's right. It's a woman that said this stupid shit, Karen. I believe that. Oh, oh I believe it, too. Patriarchy is bigger than just men versus women. Mm-mm. After saying in an online post that hormones should disqualify Hillary Clinton from being president, 
she says we're built differently we have different hormones go ape marketing ceo cheryl rios told ktxa tv so why did you get to be ceo of your company right did you right so you make choices and decisions correct in the world that we live in i understand that there's equal rights and that's a wonderful thing and i support all of that i don't support do a wo- i don't support a woman being president do you know you don't support that <laughs> well why don't you just call them niggas then right huh? right why don't you just call them niggas then you you don't support what you what you're saying is country oh, yeah you're not supporting hey man i'm for equal rights but these niggas should not be president am i right guys (laughs) come on you know we should beat them thugs and they mama should come and whoop their ass and take them home i mean i'm all for equal rights and everything like that but come on come on uh real said (laughs) real said she has drawn fire after posting on facebook that if clinton was elected she'd be moving to canada well move then bitch now you got you the first person made me want to vote for hillary right with the hormones we have there's no way we should be able to start a war she wrote also she's doing her 1982 comedy bit yes i run my own business i love it but and i'm great at it but that is not the same as being president that should be left to a man a good strong honorable man hillary clinton needs to get in the kitchen and make that air sandwich that's what she basically said (laughs) oh i guess bill clinton be like make that air sandwich or however (laughs) <laughs> he said uh rios later told ktxa that besides the alleged hormonal issue the u.s could not afford to have a leader who would be looked at differently than a male president huh you know switch out male and female for black and white feel like we just took it back to 2008 mm-hmm. maybe yeah. this woman is a hillary clinton plant All right and it's a big conspiracy like she hillary clinton planted this lady into the world right. to make us all go maybe i would vote for hillary because i'm right. not gonna let this dummy win right sexism racism homophobic they all cousins like normally if, if you fall in one of them categories the other two are not too far behind yep that's another one of those um white feminism that has run out of shit moments too because mm-hmm. you run out of, you officially run out of shit when like one of the biggest deterrents to uh democrats uh winning pretty much every office is white women voting against their own self-interest mm-hmm. because they can hide under the cover of the power that white men have so you know it's like i'm gonna vote anti-abortion i'm gonna vote uh you know i'm i mean yeah i'm gonna vote anti-choice i'm gonna vote um you know uh anti-equal wages i'm gonna vote all this shit and you're like why would you do that i, I got me a white man i ain't gotta worry about this um there's an old biblical sound reasoning <laughs> at this point you really do have to wonder if like god is somewhere in heaven like no oh right just leave it out All right no i mean yes it's in there technically but damn can somebody bring me up when they do some good shit please <laughs> it's always some evil bigot shit that y'all bring me up like nobody ever like saved a old lady from a burning fire and then was like oh man it's, it's it's the bible tells us to save people nobody ever says that all right now it's always when somebody fucks something up it's like yeah i i look what can i say i hate jews i just hate them bro uh and uh it's right there in the bible you can hate them right you know it's he, okay he'd be sitting on the throne going oh not again like he must be like really pat robertson like why can't i get a call from somebody doing some good shit 
you know like it's always when the, when they fuck up that they gotta pull out the jesus stuff it's in the bible y'all i can do it right. everybody doesn't believe in the You're bible like, i do do some good some good stuff y'all right you know guys i, I wrote some that's what that's what jesus does come back uh according to um you know christian faith it's just gonna be him going around like no 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 i wrote some other stuff in that too though <laughs> like no no that that chapter ain't got nothing to do with me bro that no i ain't got nothing to say about that but what i did want to say is um can you treat your brothers better and everybody is the same can we just do that nope okay go fuck me then all right bye everybody go back to war um so she said there's an old biblical sounding reason why a woman shouldn't be president she added though she did not mention any specific passages to support her argument yeah mm-hmm. well hillary does what pantsuits and that's in the bible you shouldn't be doing that mm-hmm. i can't comprehend someone who thinks a woman can't do anything a man could do said some rick fairless who's a motorcycle store owner who they just needed to get someone that could balance out her stupidity oh, yeah because she's an idiot he's like i own a motorcycle um i own a motorcycle store <laughs> yeah i don't give a, i don't give a damn anyway I, I sell a bike to anybody right then it's like well all right this guy owns a motorcycle store he must know what he's talking about um <clears throat> hillary clinton is endorsed by hookers that's right karen nevada's famous bunny ranch got hillary back and they think she does have what it takes okay um tmz report Jen has been in office has really been crusading to you know make a universal health care system who's the whore no, it's okay. She's really a whore. A bunch of hookers have um, joined together and they are backing uh, Hillary Clinton for president. Yes, several lovely ladies from the famed Bunny Ranch in Nevada have formed the Hookers for Hillary initiative. It does kind of have a ring, right? Hookers for Hillary. Proud hookers like Air Force Amy. Because I'll stick by any woman that stands by her man in a cheating relationship so that she can further her career. Go, Hillary. They are particularly impressed with Hillary's ah! time as Secretary of State and her ability to negotiate ah. with foreign leaders. As we do often here at the Bunny Ranch, also have to negotiate through... Okay. I don't know if this is the point she wants. Mm-hmm. Language barriers, as people from foreign countries are always here. Ah, foreigners plundering our natural resources. We're looking at you, Belgium. There is a hooker who is so incredibly smart. Yeah, her name is Eva Adora. I think that our government, if left unchecked, can turn more into a plutocracy than a democracy. I'm in love. She's brilliant. You're married. Anyway, hookers for Hillary. Donate today. And when you do... Whoa, whoa, whoa. I will reward you. You get free oral for donating to the Hillary Fund? Hillary Clinton did not approve this message for a number of reasons. She might name me Secretary of Defense. Probably not. Yeah, that's real, y'all. Yep. All right. That's real. Uh, (laughs) I feel like there's no better segue uh to go into uh bio star chick right uh to go into uh baller alert um oh wait now's the time where it decides to act up after it was doing so well is it that song um it i nah, it's it's, it's all the songs on spotify <laughs> what the hell is someone that? did tell me to try the uh the player that plays in the window of the uh of your internet browser instead okay. so ah uh, uh, so that might make a difference yeah let me try let me try 
logging in on this shit and okay. seeing if I can make it work. Yeah, because uh, on all the other devices, this shit played me no problem. Yeah, let me see. Maybe it's just the app is having an issue. I know they're supposed to be issuing a new update. Okay. Um, to the app. Let me see. How do I? How do I play the in? Main player. Sorry, everybody uh, that's trying to listen. Learn it on the fly. Got to do this. Uh, okay, well, we got to do this on the fly here. So I have to Google. I don't know because there ain't no instructions up there. Yeah, um, they don't see. make it user friendly to find. Yeah, account. Uh, uh, oh wait, I probably can Google it. Spotify player and website. That took like two minutes to start. <laughs> yes, it did. What the fuck? <laughs> Scared to keep playing that. Um, <clears throat> okay, it's playing Spotify.com. All right, let me see if I can get it to play from the web any better than it plays. Um, oh, okay, straight from the web from versus. The app. Okay. Yeah, like I'll it's a delay it. from the app. Yeah. Versus you app. play it straight from the web, it's, it's probably more of an instant response we'll see i don't i don't know if this will work or not Me this is all speculation on I've, our part we're finding this out together i've never played live on the air um let's see um all right let's see let's go to the bottom all right let's give it a shot see if it'll work do this hey you know i'm looking for a five-five piece like Gucci man got nine car. We don't call him down no more on nine. We call him five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. It's a six forty five. That's that new L six. Pay a bill, get a health fix, might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. Right? I can't even lie. I'm so super hot. Do not need her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci man a throw B, yo man is a swirl. See she love me now, I just love me now. Yeah, all you bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, cause a Gucci girl that beat me. And you can find a five star hotel, you can meet me. Five star bitch, it's a five star bitch. Five star bitch, it's a five star bitch. It's your credit score high, beat and they'll stay fly. Keep your juice box wet, and your head something fine. You a five star bitch, you a five star bitch, you a five star bitch, you a five star bitch. All right, let's get serious. Here are your choices for today, April 28th, 2015. Number one, beware of the professional homeboy. Number two, party next door says no selfies at the ball alert. Groupie tail alleged groupie speaks. Number three, young bird groupie tail. Number four, finding love on the world wide web. And number five, K Michelle breaks it off with Bobby Mays says he's fame hungry. Bobby Mays news leak photo. Tally the votes. So I'll play some more music, Karen. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
It's your boy, yo, got it, I do great, ain't shit I'm the realest nigga walking, and this the remix And still, I ain't looking for a five-star chick When I catch her, I'm a blesser with a five-star chick She a natural-born hustler, she ain't chasing no suckers so That's a real nigga, she ain't never fucked a buffer Your cars and your jewelry, she really don't excite her But the hating ass clubs and the club on fire She was born in the A, but it's still in D.C. Karen says three. Is that what I heard? Yep, three. Young Bird Group of Tail. Everybody loves Young Bird. Right? No? Not a big Young Bird fan, Karen? I, I hear a lot of silence back there. So I'm going to take that as a no. I don't know too much about him um yeah. pretty, pretty sure i've heard a song before mm-hmm. but he he don't all them young start to sound the same i feel like he should just be going by berg at this point right because once you get so old don't the young got to fall i mean once you get in your 20s and 30s you ain't young no more well this is where you might know him from so that's that's who young bird is okay yes all right here's a group of tail another young bird group another so we didn't even see the first one i <laughs> yeah. met i met young bird on a video shoot where it was for one for another artist <laughs> but he just happened to be there showing support to a chicago native rapper well, i can imagine that when i first caught a glimpse of him i immediately knew he who he was and got excited really you knew young bird by wow you know more than i do I always thought he was fine ever since sexy lady and i wanted to meet him as soon as the shoot was over so i got brave and went over to him sexy lady oh. yeah i don't remember that one Mm-mm. his back was turned to me and he was drinking something when he turned around he still had whatever he was drinking in his mouth i thought he looked cute startled so i had this big blushing smile on my face and that made him smile but still not knowing why i was there i introduced myself to him and told him i was a big fan and all that just to start up some conversation we talked about how i got to the video shoot job and the artist it was for so after that some dude that was with him yelled out ayo berg man what the fuck you doing we gotta go so he just told me that he was being rushed because of all the females on the shoot none wanted to talk to him so he was mad when he seen him talking to me 
I guess he's talking about his homeboy was hating. Mm-hmm. So we exchanged numbers and he left. The next day I had gotten a text saying, what's up? And asked me if I wanted to kick it. I replied back saying yes and asking for all the information. He told me he'll pick me up later that night. So he picked me up and he, and he rented a room at a familiar hotel. Not a familiar. Right. How long, how long is she into this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Might be selling when, that pocketbook. Right. When y'all know about right. the Holiday Inn Express. And we went up to the suite. We both took off, uh, we both took our shoes off and just sat on the floor talking and laughed, talked and laughed. After a while, I began getting tired of just looking at him and not doing anything physical like I wanted to. So I got on top of his lap facing him and I asked him why he was acting scared to touch me or something. And he told me he didn't want to come off like he just wanted to fuck me because he was actually enjoying just us together getting to know each other. So I, so I, said we can we fuck now and get back to it and he was like yeah i ain't even tripping so we just started kissing and he was palming my ass and then he said let's go into the bedroom he is small and is a quick pumper but when i got on top of him expecting something small it wasn't a quick pumper okay it was like he pumps like quickly like a rabbit versus a longer stride a stroke it was average length but really thick yeah, he's a very small, slim-looking guy with very dainty shoulders. So I can't imagine him like knocking it out the bu- build building, but right. you know, whatever. It was like a log. He grabbed his pants on the floor and took out a condom. He got on top of me and tried to stick it in. At first, it didn't go in, but then he got it. He was trying to take long strokes, for, but his rhythm was off. So I told him to stop. The look in his eyes looked as though he was disappointing me but he wasn't i told him that he was unexperienced on how to work it which is very common oh i guess his ego could take all this i'm good on him then not a lot of men with a lot of niggas. get the fuck out of my room then right fuck you bitch so i told him to let me get on top and ride for a while his dick was so good every time his dick went in and out i started to cream well it sounds like it wasn't that good it sounded like you had to do all the work Mm-hmm. uh he was looking at it like he never seen a girl cream before and i could tell he was liking it i was moaning and sweating and i busted a nut i guess me taking over made him feel like he had to get his confidence up and get back on top of me he put my legs on my shoulder and he really started eating my shit that nigga know how to eat some fucking pussy but i was surprised how how he was slipping my cum and shit some niggas would feel that is nasty but only a real nigga would eat a bitch cum and all <laughs> only the real niggas where my real niggas at right. after a few minutes i moaned out fuck me he got up and stuck it in me and he was stroking real slow and i felt it with every stroke he went deeper he never moaned or talked dirty just every few minutes he would say under his breath really soft all shit that's how i know he was liking it he started to speed up in me and i started screaming he laid his chest on my titties and put my legs on the shoulder again and gave me hard pumps i told him baby i'm coming but i guess he was in his own little world and kept going he nutted in the condom but he was still inside me sweating and looking at me with with his pretty eyes he finally snapped out of it and pulled out and took the condom off he laid beside me on his back looking around like he just had a breakthrough moment or some shit so i just left him alone (laughs) he then put he then put his arm around me and just went to sleep how 
with this boy 18 the next one it what well, is from 2010 i don't know younger than he was now the next morning we went out to eat and he dropped me off so he let us sleep there all night i still keep in touch with him to this day and i have fucked him once more but usually he takes me as his date to different events and whatnot i gave him a thousand because of his personality combined with the sex i would like to be more with him but i know it's not gonna be like that even if i do not for a while but until then i'm more than happy with him with how it is now yo i wonder if this is hazel e shit it might honestly it might be right don't mean no harm like it it literally this is probably her it yeah. would not surprise me if 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 this is her yeah damn because this sound like this sound like something that she would write here are the comments desiree says interesting don't like young bird though and power woman aka spicy says yawn miss lewinsky says if your content if you're content with that situation i say go for it but she isn't though miss lewinsky she she wants to she does want a title found out on season one of love and hip-hop hollywood mm-hmm. and power woman aka spicy says young and wrote this issue himself i bet laugh my ass off miss jones says off topic but did y'all read that bobby valentino story lol shame he's so cute mm-hmm. uh ccd is working on a baller for she thinks he uh read it himself also skype zero one hundred says bs he wish uh miss jones says oh yes so ccd responded to the did y'all read bobby valentino story said just read it i spit water everywhere a jackrabbit really laughed my ass i was too early for this lol no it's not (laughs) that made me want to go see what the hell that story is about i'll look it up another time and ty jones says laugh my ass off right like you know i don't believe this shit um i think hazel wrote that now i will say navigating this spotify thing on here is a little different then uh how i did it before how do i go back to oh all right so that's it for for this ball alert let me skip to that part of five star when shows in a recession, they cars get declined, now they suffer a depression. Wife getting meals, spending all kinds of deals. I'm a five star bitch eating five star meals. My whole lifestyle like coming to America. All my Dewey Young, you see the bag, how I carry her. Walking to the airport like I'm in a parade on my hologram shit. Logging on the E train. Five star bitch, that's a five star bitch. That's a five star bitch. That's a five star bitch. Your credits go high, these nails they fly, these juice box wet, and your head something fly, you a five star, you a five star, you a five star, and you a five star, bitch, I need a fast star, I need a fast star, I want a fast star, bitch, you an epiphany, I need to go to Tiffany. And my cookies always slippery. I don't need help. I pay the bills on time. What I deal those signs. You a three star. I ain't slipping when I say I'm in my dream car. Oh, did I step to Harajuku hyphen? Barbie, I'm hot. I think it's time to put the rice in. Ruin my weaving. When you hit the stage, they would booing and leaving. 
Alright. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. Now that it's time for some guest arrays. That's right, it's guest arrays time. That's right, it's time for guest arrays. The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And they are racist. Very, very racist. All right. Story number one. Um, a Texas woman who allegedly sexually assaulted husband's friend won't be indicted. Oh. Megan Ray Davis, a 31-year-old round rock woman, won't be indicted for attempting to sexually assault her husband's friend in October 2014. Prosecutors filed a motion to dismiss the case after Williamson County Grand Jury no-billed the case. Um, what is a no-bill? Right. <laughs> no-bill? Y'all That's, like, fuck it, we ain't gonna build the case? What's happening here? No-bill? Is that even a... Uh, legal No-bill, legal definition of no-bill a term that the foreman of the grand jury writes across the face of a bill of indictment a document drawn up by a prosecutor that states formal charges against a designated individual to indicate that criminal charges alleged therein against the suspect have not been sufficiently supported by the evidence presented before it is warranted his or her criminal is to warrant his or her criminal prosecution this is like oh, we can't test we can't prosecute you wow. not enough evidence um davis also known as megan holtling holtling holting was admitted to police uh had admitted to police that she entered the unidentified man's home and wrapped her legs around him while he slept in the bed the 31 year old refused to leave the man's house after he woke up to her trying to perform a sex act on him suck that dick and told her to leave according to the american statesman davis was nude wearing a pair of panties well she knew that she wearing panties i mean those ain't the same (laughs) <laughs> williams county jail records show davis was arrested on three other occasions in october for charge of theft assault by contact and public intoxication so she tried to go fuck the next door neighbor her man's best friend and he was like i can't do this today or whatever you know i uh, guess the race though um uh, everybody of megan holtling holting um what was her other name megan ray davis all right let's check the chat room see what they think she was trying to columbus that dick says lex oh, Lord. she's used to avoiding charges during her day job as a police officer guess that's white desperate housewives white very white says musing of a shy uh white liberal feminist says shauna uh <laughs> uh white like the empty bill return white she devil the correct answer yes. is and everybody got it white i'm gonna turn right back up And let me put a picture in the chat if I can. Let me see if I. She looks crazy. I mean, it's like if, if you wake up with this wrapped around your dick, I mean, you know, actually, you know, there's worse ways. There's worse people in the world. I, I guess it just depends on how you feel about your best friend, you know? I mean, that's, that's a pretty low blow. <laughs> no pun intended. Ha! <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, but she does look desperate. Like, I just i had to suck that dick i'm sorry 
he had pissed me off for the last time um all right let's see bonus round bonus round uh where's my bonus round music at uh does this one Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right, double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, everybody's one for one. Let's see where they take it at the end. Alright. It gets too funky after that. <laughs> yeah, we'll go up into a jazz beat. Uh Evan's mom is charged with holding a teen party involving sex, drugs, and alcohol oh my she's my cherry pie right and evan's hard stumping and evan's mother was arrested monday accused of hosting a party with drugs and alcohol for her teenage daughter and her friends rachel lynn linhart 35 was charged with two counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor an augusta woman told authority saturday she was recently appointed to linhart sponsor through alcoholic anonymous oh to try and make it sound sympathetic and linhart told her about a recent incident at her home according so wait she told on herself linhart said her children were with her, their father when her 16 year old daughter texted asking if she could have friends over to party according to the report she agreed and allowed her daughter and her friends to drink alcohol and smoke marijuana in her home oh she's one of those it's like we're friends Mm-mm. you know i'm my daughter's best friend the woman said lynn hart continued to describe the incident stating she played naked twister with the teens okay and then had sex with an 18 year old okay not illegal but unsavory probably not the kind of thing you want to be doing when your 16 year old daughter is at a party with you but okay it's not illegal um and then this part and her daughter's 16 year old boyfriend she fucked him too you bitch you really gonna fuck your daughter's man ain't that some shit i'll tell you these these women watch them, them twilight movies lose their motherfucking mind it must be that mm-hmm. something in the water the woman said lynn hart also claims she showed photos of herself and her boyfriend having sex so she has a boyfriend as well so she's like i'm gonna fuck these young dudes because i'm the fun mom uh other pornographic material to her daughter oh so she showed the photos of herself and her own boyfriend having sex and other pornographic material to her own daughter she was released she was released for columbia county detention center after posting thirty two hundred dollars bond what (laughs) man guess the race man god are you serious dear lily white sister says ray regina george's mom from mean girls betty draper still chair at the black mama in baltimore be her son white uh her kids call her by her first name (laughs) you know they do rachel rachel is it okay if i have a party tonight anyway all y'all got it white i already know (laughs) everybody got it right really didn't even need to look in the chat room to know y'all all got that right i mean right. come on she do look like the cherry pie lady don't she yeah yeah these, these women man they will fuck the shit out of some kids these days won't they and your daughter's boyfriend have you no shame apparently not oh man like 
her daughter yeah. gonna have a complex right because her, her whole pussy life. is free right can you bring anybody around yo can no. you bring anyone around your mama once she fucks your 16 year old boyfriend nope like i feel like that's that's none it. of my male friends none come home none right They're not even to visit nope good grief man that's that's some sick shit man and you know obviously if it was a man right we all be like this dude a rapist lock him up throw away the key kill him guess what and the same thing for that other crime where she got no that no bill whatever that bullshit right. is same thing yeah you walked into a, a right. woman's your best your wife's best friend's room and start grinding eating on top pussy. of her eating her pussy while she was sleeping nigga you going to jail right no bill my ass <laughs> right i'd never heard of that shit before i was like what the fuck is a no bill man we our society that's that's the one area patriarchy works for women is uh when when you go to court and they're like well a sweet innocent woman could never do something so for how i do declare <laughs> it is hotter than a summer day in africa today right but don't don't leave shit now you mm-hmm. can't can't leave shit i'm a mite parch would you pick that up for me you know that shit a local man is charged with falsely impersonating an officer and unlawfully using police insignia after he allegedly tried to pull over a pair of detectives <clears throat> the fake police pulling over the real police oh how well did you think this was gonna go john arthur benedict 69 was arrested on saturday he was uh he had been driving a white front ford crown victoria with strobe lights strobe lights oh, that's what i need to get rid was of it like that. a disco ball <laughs> must have been <laughs> oh loud it was like uh this cannot be officer <laughs> it's your thing right <laughs> right to be real you got to be real yeah like how, what the fuck he just pulled up uh blame it on the boogie <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i i don't even know what to say to that a, a strobe light like i don't know I just, maybe i got it wrong maybe that's not what it looked like but i don't know i just i picture fucking um uh disco fever going off and shit with <laughs> uh, <laughs> john travolta yeah <laughs> and that white ass suit <laughs> right i just picture him being like i'm gonna need you guys to pull over real quick uh can y'all just sit down for a second Is this the damn police pulling us over? I can't tell. Should, should we pull over? Should we get out the car and start dancing? Hey. Where's my wig, honey? All right. You guys know how fast y'all were going? Y'all got some roller skates for me? Did you guys see my strobe light? Did you see my strobe light back there? That, that was your sign. It was time to party. I'm gonna need to see your funky ass <laughs> license and registration, motherfucker. See him getting out the car, that music playing. He he rolled past your car, roll around your car with his roller skates on. Right, yeah, he skate to the car and shit. <laughs> right. What are you guys doing out this time of night? Right. Trying to shake your groove things. Right. But like, why is there train the people? Right. Roller skate around my officer car. <laughs> All these midriff shirts. What the hell is happening here? <laughs> not going to the dance right uh you guys know that uh you shouldn't be out this late okay guys right this is uh 
is a pretty pretty bad time part of town uh did you did you see my strobe lights when i tried to pull you over uh did you hear my siren but let me turn it up for you now that you hear my siren this means pull over okay why you got on platform shoes trying to pull me over officer <laughs> don't worry about that baby all right anyway bell bottom pants what's happening here this is not standing uniform you guys like the party anybody got any cocaine hey. if not i got some <laughs> uh, what are the five other people that popped out of nowhere and y'all doing a dance sequence what, what right. i don't understand they well, just came out of nowhere where you gentlemen headed to tonight <laughs> right <laughs> why are you popping your white collar oh my god are you serious where the gold chain and the chest hair come from i'm so confused right now I wish a nigga would pull me over with some motherfucking strobe lights like i won't keep riding we'll be riding together jamming to my, <laughs> mm, i'll be sticking one finger out there at the window hey y'all gotta follow me home Hey. Like, i'm not going to jail <laughs> i can't tell nobody i went to jail because i pulled over for a nigga with some strobe lights are you, you serious pulled, you pulled over <laughs> you pulled over for a nigga with a too tight vest on and some bell bottom pants right yeah man he, he put me in handcuffs then he roller skated me down to the precinct and nah. some patent leather shoes you got to be out your motherfucking mind you had to you got to you got to beat me this yeah. time i'm like, oh, i'm gonna take that ass woman because any other way i ain't going uh so yeah he pulled he got first who buys a white ford crown victoria you're a piece of shit <laughs> anyone that buys those aftermarket fucking looking police cars right. you're a piece of shit asshole. get me every goddamn time the police should look into all y'all the irs should audit all y'all niggas right y'all the worst human beings on the planet right because y'all be tricking people um so yeah it's consistent with an official unmarked law enforcement patrol vehicle the report says the undercover detectives one of who which was off duty uh were in an unmarked suv so then he pulled them over (laughs) they thought it was law enforcement according to the report which says the crown victoria followed them closely and then activated the lights the detective who was driving pulled into the right hand lane to stop the law for the law enforcement officer but as the detective pulled over he noticed the vehicle was actually not law enforcement and it continued and it continued to drive east into a supermarket parking lot the detective so he didn't even pull them over he flashed the lights they moved out of his way then he kept going the detective followed the vehicle to the parking lot made contact with benedict asking him if he was law enforcement according to the redacted report he doesn't show exactly how benedict vick may have responded to him he was he spoke briefly on monday with benedict vick by phone he said he has never done this before described the incident as a senior moment Mm-mm. yeah you know he you, was don't, like, you don't put a lot mm-hmm. a lot of them young girls over with that disco music mm-hmm <laughs> them young girls be sitting there like what the fuck what the f- is she, did your daddy following us what the hell's happening here Bob? right uh so it says the detectives detained them until other law enforcement arrived benedict told all authorities that he bought the police interceptor logo and installed it because he thought the vehicle was police edition okay ah! like like transformers oh, right. gotta catch them all right so you could just go online and just be like i want that police officer car right there right come on thought it was police edition uh that's also why i bought this officer's uniform right uh his why son, is your tag not permanent sir his son and ex-wife arrived on the scene authorities say they were told by the ex-wife that benedict has been arrested in another state for impersonating the officer 
well we spoke monday with him he denied that claim benedict's son told authorities that his father had assisted law enforcement using his personal car to help with traffic enforcement on crashes mm. activating his strobe lights in both lee and henry counties mm-hmm. he ain't doing nothing helping him get in more trouble all right he, he how much money did he donate right <laughs> he helped by shooting niggas by and saying this is taser benedict told authorities he had been driving east on palm beach boulevard by four miles old florida uh when he saw a black gmc yukon speeding he asked, he also told authorities he is not employed or currently volunteering for any law enforcement agency <laughs> what the hell are you doing this then they say in a report that they impounded the vehicle pending forfeiture procedures uh benedict who was out of jail on bond lives in labelle and recently lived in lehigh acres i would take that shit and uh crush it mm-hmm um yeah never drive this crown victoria again there's a there's a jack derrips who lives in lehigh Eckers neighborhood where benedict once lived he thought that benedict was a police officer right right you go crush that car and all you all the all the people his disco music wise crushing but like why is the <laughs> disco music down there while i'm trying to crush this fucking car well, i definitely thought he might be a real cop um so yeah he definitely was impersonating that cop anyway guess the race um uh of uh, mr what's his name john arthur benedict he's been a dick all right you know what i'm saying guys come on come on uh saturday night fever white the race little kim used to be oh disco stew is on his way to the ymca says <laughs> <laughs> joe spacely the real cops were black so he thought he still had the authority white sugar daddy with the crown vic on fleek white i didn't know i couldn't do that the correct answer is is, and you guys pretty much all got it right white he was a white man Mm -hmm. and i will try to put his picture in chat let me see uh there we go let's see if you guys can see it and uh, oh by the way of course now we gotta go to the sword imagine this part of the, the show um where's my sword sound effects there we go and i'll put this picture in the chat too the bars mm-hmm sounded kind of quiet but okay um so ratchet this time guys as always with the blackout tips we take our uh sword crimes pretty serious here okay mm-hmm. we won't have any fake police come pull you over um nope it, it, uh, we hope the real police come uh a wichita man threatens a victim with a sword wichita kansas a wichita police this morning reported a man with a sword threatened another man uh the incident happened around 10 p.m when the 26 year old victim known as uh reports a known suspect pointed the sword at him and told him to get out of town or i'll kill you oh the victim in this case was not injured and the suspect is still at large um damn get out of town that's i mean that's a threat you gotta take serious when somebody's got a sword you know you never know what my black ass would get out of town all right man we'll be back tomorrow with them thrones uh justin will be here 
uh our girl beauty jackson from uh good and terrible podcast will be here mm-hmm. show will start at 6 p.m eastern standard time promptly we expect all of you to be in attendance and ready to uh talk about them thrones of course you get emailed yes. about your them thrones thoughts uh no spoilers of course or we won't read it and we'll beg you from the chat room we'll never fuck with you again but uh you can always you know hit us up the blackout at gmail.com to let us know about that mm-hmm. until tomorrow I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.